Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, a sixth event podcast, video event one-shots, and an additional video D&D campaign. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pod, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merch Dice today. Welcome back, children of the night, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am your host, Count Vlad von Lestat, drinker of blood, keeper of the Chronicle, and all around the spooky dude. Ah, ah, ah. Having survived the vampire biker ambush, the coterie have realized they're not safe underground. A mysterious stranger named Beely has trapped him in a maze which has enraged Everett, frustrated Iris, and left Ridley oddly excited. Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. So you've been trapped in this maze, and I'm literally putting air quotes around it if you're watching the video. If you're listening, just imagine real sarcastic air quotes, um, because maze is a strong term. Um, for what you find yourselves wandering through. And even though structurally, this is clearly not something that's been designed by the mysterious Billy so much as utilized by him, um, you still have found yourselves wandering for hours. Um, What I'd like all of you to do, please, is roll a check for me. Um, I'm going to give each of you a different check, uh, or I'm going to, I guess, make three checks available, and you can tell me which of you is doing what, but I suspect based on who you are and, and how you tend to operate, you'll... Like, I've got a pretty strong inkling of who's going to do investigation. Just right. saying. Yeah, really. Um, got it. 
Yeah, yeah, I say Iris. Iris, uh, Detective Iris, PD. Um, so, um, I would, what I'd like is a streetwise check, an investigation check, and an insight check. And depending on who's doing it, I will tell you what modifier I would like you to add. I'm going to do the insight check. I'll do streetwise. Investigation. <laughs> we did it, guys. We built the skill Voltron. <laughs> um, okay, so, Miles, uh, I'm going to say uh, composure for you. Um, I'm going to say probably intelligence um, or wits for you, Everett. And uh, Ridley, I feel like this is probably more a wits or a resolve. Okay, um, cool. Because I feel like streetwise is very much like a <laughs> streets don't beat me, I beat the streets kind of. <laughs> yeah, I've been in a sewer before. <laughs> With me mum. Um Wicked, as you roll that, I'll just quickly recap since it has been a couple days for us uh, after escaping uh, the orphans, the biker gang that drove you into the woods. Uh, you've managed to make your way inside a sewer only to find a desiccated body that has been damaged. Um, and uh, after a, re a restless night of sleep, um, Everett woke up with a folded note in his pocket uh, saying, my name is Billy, welcome to my maze. Um, Harvey's not doing great, but you've got a couple days leeway, you think. Uh, and with no way back, uh, you've started to make your way forward. Um, Iris has also written a haiku um, that she has yet to share with the group uh, about the uh, death of the, the bikers who didn't quite make it in before the sun rose. Um, what did you all get? Four successes for, um, for Everett, one of them a critical. Okay. Four successes for Ridley. So two successes but also two two ones on regular dice and my and i had a a 10 on a hunger dice interesting um okay so it's huh so i had a 10 which was on a hunger dice yeah, and a yeah, 9 yeah, and, then, and then two ones hmm so i don't know what that does for you <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll i'll put that in my fake pocket that one's a messy gme <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Messy McRulesy. Um, I also had to check this shirt because I might have actually had a pocket. That would be <laughs> tremendously embarrassing if I mimed it and then had it. Um, okay. So, cool. Um, so, what you've been finding is um, that there are a number of traps set up um, throughout uh, the kind of winding tunnel system of uh, the, the outskirts of Montreal's sewer system. Um, and uh, waking up with this mysterious note uh, obviously was, was alarming. Um, but uh, as you make your way through, you start to find that uh, only some of these are, are legitimately life-threatening. There have been a couple of uh, traps, uh, if we can use the term fairly loosely, that you were able to um, sight at distance and avoid. Um, it's starting to create a picture of someone who is very eager uh, to be in a Saw movie, but is perhaps not quite up to the task. Now, it's, Everett, it's Home Alone in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Paint can goes by, you just step aside, you, you touch a hot thing and let it go. Yeah, you, you see a paint can with a string because you saw a long hanging, like, loose string, and so you just kind of ducked under it. Um, Everett, you were the one who found the note. We cut away uh, at the end of the last episode before you had a chance to really react to it. Uh, you told the group about it. Um, but obviously, it, it's been a it's been a it's been a tough night and a bit for for Everett and with with Harvey in kind of dire peril. 
Um, I think we can safely say that you managed to squeeze them into a, a pair of um, uh, coveralls uh, that you found at the kind of that workstation. Um, they don't quite fit. Uh, and he's got to wear it open, like deep V style, uh, like he's uh, brash from our Star Wars show or Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. Um, but uh, at least it's something. Um, mm-hmm. What's uh, what do you think Everett's state of mind as he starts to to investigate the maze is? I think he's a little fried. I think um, I think he's feeling a little bit like an exposed nerve. I think. <laughs> I think Fair. things that wouldn't have bothered him before are definitely bothering him now. And things that would have bothered him before are like, he's, he's at almost like his wits end where he just wants to like scream out like Billy, like just <laughs> to find where this guy is so we can get on with the next thing and get Harvey to a hospital. Right. Right. It's just full uh, John McClane screaming Hans while dragging his <laughs> leg in a dirty shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Like- um, and um, Iris, um, this is your first time sleeping in a sewer. Uh, it's a bit of a, a, a novel experience. Um, where do you think you're at with, with all of this? I'm pretty furious. I'm pretty angry that these two idiots haven't been able to find us a way out <laughs> because like, I, I don't do things for myself. They should have done it for me already. Yeah, it's a bummer Emily hasn't sent an Uber. Yeah. Like, uh, like an Uber sewer skimmer, like you ride in the Ninja Turtles. Like, where's that? That should have arrived hours ago. I have never smelt bad in my life, and I am furious. Well, you smell bad in your death, so uh, congrats. No, um, I don't. I've been masking <laughs> that shit from the beginning. Oh, I, I meant now, just specifically because you're in sewage. Um, vampires, I don't think inherently smell terrible because that would be a real... We don't <laughs> rot. Yeah, unless you die. But that'd be a real easy giveaway if just like the Inquisitor's like, where's the... Fi-? Oh, oh it's, it's that guy. <laughs> What Next. are you talking about? If anything, um, I smell better than I did before. Just not <laughs> at this moment. Gotcha. Okay. And so your attitude towards your, your, the rest of the coterie is um, you're kind of falling back into the petulant. Oh, um, yeah. They should do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, and uh, uh, Ridley, uh, how do you think you're, you're coping with this? Uh, let me just roll a die here. Uh, Ridley had a bad dream. Uh, and he trucks a lot by his dreams because his mom always trucks a lot by his dreams. So he's nervous that things are more dangerous than it appears they are. Um, also, he's mildly attracted to Harvey and not sure how to act on that because he doesn't know wherever it's at with Harvey. He doesn't know if that's like a romantic thing or not. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, okay. <laughs> Does really not know like what the... <laughs> what the root relationship behind partner is. <laughs> I, honestly, I think he, he doesn't, he knows that that could be a police thing, <laughs> but you're also not police. So it could be other things. He yeah. He's not sure. That's actually probably a question worth uh, us knowing. And by us, I mean, specifically you and I, since I run all the other characters in the fucking show. Um, like I'm talking, like we're just two of the guys on the show. Um, so has, uh, do you think Ridley has ever actually had a relationship? I imagine since he kind of grew up um, in a community of, of sex workers, he's probably got a pretty sex positive understanding of, of life, but do you think he's ever actually, and I mean, maybe he hasn't had sex, but do you think he's ever dated someone? Yeah, I think Ridley probably like dated a surprising amount. He'd be a guy that I think it would be really fun to like go to a party with. And if nobody challenged him in a criminal sense, you probably wouldn't have any idea that he's as violent mm. as he is. 
but he but I don't think he had like a lasting relationship because eventually they just see him do something they think is terrible that he's always been fine with. So I think he's like dated mm-hmm. a lot for like weeks and had a lot of like whirlwind romances, but it, he's never had one end well or go long term. Okay, cool. That's good to know. Um, okay, great. So, so there's weird noises in my hallway. Um, oh, it's a child. I thought it might be a cat. I don't know. It's building- <laughs> child! Um, there's just a kid in the hallway going, meow. <laughs> Honestly, that's it. That's what's happening right now. Oh. Um, anyway, it's weird. There's some me- fucked up sounds in this sewer. Anybody else hearing this kid meowing? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's from up top. Uh, that's, oh, case. that was Ridley's dream. He was just surrounded by meowing children, but on a beach that was nice. So he can't figure out what the symbols were there. Yeah, this dream was directed by David Lynch. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, Wow-eem. <laughs> Wow-eem, said the kids. And then they all just walked backwards out of the room. Uh, crab walking. Um, okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, based on your checks, um, all of you are in a bit of a state. Um, and it's, uh, so there's a bit of a tension. And I think as you approach the first trap, um, there is a real sense of like, okay, like we've had a hell of a night and this is a new night and it's, we're in this now, let's do it. Um, so you approach a, a section of, um, of the tunnels, uh, where there's uh, kind of a, a T junction where, um, water is rushing past and there's a sort of a, a, a grated um, uh, walkway that bridges um, the sort of two concrete divides to allow you to continue into the tunnel um, and in kind of like full menacing like you know the, the, the Hans Zimmer violins are getting louder and louder as you walk up to the, the ledge um, Everett you clearly see a, a battery um, on the other side, uh, attached with two leads to, uh, to it, but it's not hidden. It's literally just sitting in the open with like a bit of a, there's like a newspaper over it, but like the leads are very clear to see they are green and, or sorry, uh, red and blue. Like it's, it's very clear to you that this is fully electrocuted. Um, what do you say and or do? Um, if I'm, if I'm in front, I'll like tell everyone to kind of slow up, stop, um, and I'll, uh, how how far ahead is it? Um, it's on the other side of the bridge. Um, the bridge is probably about twelve feet. Like it's not a, a massive bridge by any stretch. Um, that said, uh, because you're aware of it, like if you walk across this bridge wearing shoes, odds are you'll probably be fine. If you were yeah. to touch the handles, you might be fucked up. But if you just walk across wearing rubber shoes, rubber sole shoes, then you, you'll be fine. It is not a very effective trap. Okay. All right, so who's got shoes? I do, but they're wet. I think everyone's shoes are wet. Okay, I... Mine are kind of fucked up, but I'm wearing shoes. I didn't take them off. I'm just sort of a top-off problem. Uh, Arvi, how you doing, mate? What are your feet looking like? He kind of moans, and he, he tries to give you a thumbs up, um, but he's uh, he's barely conscious. Like, he's... Um, in in a right, video I- game, this is definitely, like stumble to cover your screen is red and, and gray and and unhappy all right i can carry avi so or has you got shoes i think i still have boots on from the hunt though right yes you do 
So it, it has been overnight, but you have been trekking kind of through damp, damp environments. So you're, you have rubber uh, on the soles of your shoes. Um, all of your shoes are definitely damp. Um, you also, I don't think any of you would know how conductive a uh, dead body is. All right, I'll, uh, I'll go first. Just make sure you don't touch the hand railings or anything like that. Why don't you just go the whole way on your own and then just unplug the battery? Yeah, that's what I mean is go first as in nobody else cross before I do. <laughs> okay, well, I thought this would be funny, but it's probably worth pointing out. You could shoot it, right? I don't want to rate waste bullets down here. I don't know if we're going to need it when we run into Billy or if Billy's that creature that tore someone in half or if there's anything else down here. All right, then. I wish you luck, mate. Thank you. So, Everett, uh, attempting to take a breath and then realizing your body doesn't work that way anymore, <laughs> um, you extend a foot, and if we're watching this, you know, the sole of your boot is just slowly lowering down to the grate, and then you touch it, and nothing happens. All right. So, he's an idiot. Well, we'll see. And I take the next step. Totally fine. Step and, yep. Okay, I walk over and um, I'll kick the newspaper off the off the battery. Yep. Um, Do I see where the leads actually were going to? They're just attached to the the grated. The they, they're okay. literally just like like he was doing using jumper cables, just attached it to. Okay. Then I'm just going to kick the battery over so that it like disconnects. Sure. Yep. So you you boot the battery away. Nothing happens. It's tremendously anticlimactic. It skitters away, uh, and underneath um, you see a note. Um, on the same stationery as the one in your pocket. However, it is, um, it's a little bit waterlogged. Um, you get the sense it's been here for a while. I'll pick up the note and, and open it. Uh, the note says, congratulations, you've solved my battery puzzle, but can you solve the rest of the maze? And I'll just call out, uh, all right, come on over. We've solved his battery puzzle. It's so clever. Hmm. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to cross over, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yep, you're all fine. Um, uh, is the battery still within reach, Tom? Is it like a car battery? Yeah, yeah, it's a car battery. Okay, I want to take it. I think Ridley's going to pick it up. Okay. He doesn't uh, have any weapons, and it's hefty enough. He feels like it would be a good projectile, and he really doesn't want to throw his werewolf head. Are the leads still there, Tom? Or are they literally yep. just like, oh, I'm going to take those too. Who knows? Maybe we can shock somebody and be real <laughs> evil. Great. Um, <clears throat> all right, so, uh, you know, congratulations. Do-do-do-do. Ridley found <laughs> torture battery. <laughs> it's dangerous to torture alone. Here, take battery. Um, cool. So yeah, so you, uh, you've got a battery now. Um, yeah, looking around, um, you you kind of expect something else, but there doesn't seem to be anything, and you move further into the tunnels. Um, Iris, I feel like your insight check may just have been that this man's an idiot. That might be what you got hmm. from your your role. Uh, is just. Sarcasm. Well, I just have this, yeah, I just have this vision of this idiot kid lurking around the dark corners of this sewer going, oh, I've done it. <laughs> I mean, we know you have precog abilities. You're not far off. Uh, <laughs> you are off, but not far. Um, yeah, so as you continue to go in, um, you encounter a few more of these, these very similar sorts of, of garbage traps. Um, so, you know, you, you walk into one hallway and yeah, there's like a bunch of, of paint cans, but the ropes are hanging low enough that you can just see them. Um, 
and um, you know you encounter like there's um, a room with like a shotgun on a tripwire, but there's no door, so you can just actively see the shotgun. So you're able to, to kind of like step over. And um, the good news is, uh, and this is partially because you rolled so very high there, Mr. Hewitt, um, you are able to take the shotgun. You That's are uh, bummed to find that it only has one shell. This is clearly packed to to knock out whoever goes in first. Um, it's also uh, loaded with uh, buckshot. So it's not a particularly effective shotgun, but it is, it is something. Um, and each time you find yet another note, um, and each time you do, Iris, I think you get a little bit angrier uh, because you just have such a low tolerance for bullshit and hijinks that someone who has clearly put a tremendous amount of time, effort, but not smarts into this, I think would somehow make you more offended than if someone was just actively trying to murder you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least if someone was trying to murder us and it was effective and well thought out, I would like have some... Um, you know, respect, respect for them. And I, right. this is just wasting my time. This is no Moriarty to Iris Dunn right now. And that's what she deserves. <laughs> yes. Um, cool. All right. Great. So, um, you continue to make your way deeper and deeper into the sewers. Um, the further in you get though, um, you start to come across more signs of, uh, the creature. Um, there is, um, uh, Ridley, I think with your streetwise uh, role, kind of what you're starting to notice is blood. Uh, and as someone who has had to do a decent amount of cleaning crime scenes, um, you kind of know where to look, you know, it's like look for the corners and that sort of thing. And you can start to see that there is a not insignificant amount of blood uh, starting to line these corridors the further you get in. Um, there are still traps and such, but you start to notice they get a little bit more complex the deeper you get in, but also there's clear signs of, of trauma in places where there aren't traps. Um, so you kind of file that away in your, your things to watch out for brain file. I don't know. Ugh. That feels about as fancy as you'd get. And inside yeah. that file, it's just a collection of cutouts of nude men because he <laughs> yeah. can't read or write. I was going to say, that and hieroglyphs that he's like, this I understand. <laughs> um, so you just add like an owl and an eye and you're like, got it. Um, so as you continue to make your way in, uh, you eventually reach um, sort of a large circular, so think like a, a, a tunnel, low-hanging um, uh, junction uh, to kind of reach the next uh, set of tunnels. Um, and this one is legitimately trapped all to hell. Um, it is a series of um, very, very thin um, trip wires, um, but they are set up almost like a laser grid. So they're at all different angles um, and uh, they're all attached to um, what look Ridley to your eyes uh, to be sort of um, classic improvised nail bombs. So it's kind of like a, think like a sort of a circular uh, tunnel corridor um, about eight feet tall, eight feet wide uh, and um, yeah, just a, a web, a full-on web of tripwires. Uh, so your roles to this point have let you get around a lot of the traps and have also determined the nature of the traps that you've been encountering. Uh, however, this one does seem like a legitimate threat and I think Iris, for you, this is what you expected. So on the one hand, it's nice because like Fucking, About all right, time. fine. Yeah. On the other hand, 
Oh no. <laughs> um, so the uh, the wires that are closest to you, um, obviously, like the bombs themselves, aren't lining the lip of the the entrance. They're a bit deeper in, so there is a bunch of these you'll have to avoid to get closer to the bombs themselves. Um, there doesn't seem to be any way around it. You'll definitely have to go through, but how you approach it and how you choose to try and uh, get through it is up to you. Uh, what do you do? So, friends, I hate to be blunt, but I do have this fucking battery. What if I just throw it and we just blow them while we're around a fucking corner? Uh, I don't want to cause a cave-in if this is the way to Billy. That's my only concern is... Well, I mean, if this is the only... The wall. If this is the only way through, then wouldn't he trap himself um, and he dies? Begin to hear um, uh, the, the skittering and screeching of rats. So, Iris, uh, you, see, you turn to see um, a swarm of rats um, kind of rushing um, past uh, back the way that you came. Um, the boys haven't noticed because they're in, in the midst of conversation, but um, you can see uh, just a, a swarm of them um, rushing, uh, kind of uh, seemingly all in one direction and seemingly very quickly. Okay, um, boys, I think whatever we're going to do, we have to do it right now because there's something co from coming from behind us. These rats are coming at us. Oh, holy shit. And they're, Look at and they're, and they're, fucking, and they're fucking scared. Uh, Everett will take out his gun just to have it ready. Um, and then we'll look to Ridley and be like, well, I guess the battery choice has been made for us. Here's the question. Where do you go to hide from the explosion? Hi there, I'm Tom McGee, and I love stories. And odds are, if you're listening to our shows, you do too. So, if you're wondering how you can help support our storytelling and world building and these wonderful characters and their sometimes ridiculous journeys, you can head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. There you'll find a variety of different levels and different perks, starting from as low as a dollar, which gets you into our Patreon-only Discord, where you can talk about the latest episodes, all the twists and turns, and just generally hang out with some truly lovely people. There's a whole variety of levels with everything from advanced episodes, ad-free feeds, to of course at our $25 level, getting to create your very own character who appears in some of our shows and sometimes becomes a, a long-running friend or foe of our characters. So, if you want to get involved, if you want to help us tell more of these stories, then head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. And help us create more of these fun adventures together. Hey, friends. It's Ryan, but like regular Ryan, as himself, talking about Dumb Dumbs and Dice. Yeah, so I'm one of the people behind this show. Obviously, you're listening to the show. You're loving this show. Somebody's doing great. Probably probably not me, but like Tom. He does really good work. Tyler does really good work. Uh, third person also does really good work. I don't know what show this is on. But the important thing is that you can support the show and join the show at patreon.com slash dice. That's right. That address that I totally just said. Go there. Join Dum Dums and Dice. Support the show. It's going to be great. Is this I, all a straight line? I don't know where we are. I know what we were looking at. So you're looking straight down this this um, tunnel ahead of you. Behind you, um, we'll say that you came from the direction the rats are coming. So think there. Think uh, if you look backward, there's um, a T junction directly ahead of you. There's a left and right, uh, both of which have corners. The rats are running from right to left. You came from right. So the, I would assume we're going to the 
corner of the T-junction with the least amount of rats scurrying from it um, before Ridley, what, just like... I'd say, yeah, we'll, we'll go back like, and then look down the corridor where the rats are coming from. Ridley would like to see if we can see what is scaring rats. Um, it's weird because the lighting to this point has been pretty good. Um, but for some reason, the lights seem to be out that way. Uh, and then as you watch, that seems to be getting closer and there seems to be texture to it. Okay, and you realize time. it's a, um, a rolling mass of um, kind of a, um, an oily black. Um, at one point you see a human hand, uh, but it quickly disappears into it. Um, and you think you hear something that almost sounds like, you know, when you, you, you take your foot out of mud, they're just like that, that sort of squinging sound as, as the vacuum is filled. Um, you hear a roar that sounds like a mix of that sound and, uh, something screaming. Oh, great. I think we might want, I think we might want to go through the nail bomb thing and just leave it behind us. Any complaints? Nope, let's do that. Okay, fuck. Uh, Who could? uh, Oh, fuck it. I'll carry you after you, handsome fuck. Uh, And I'll just throw him over my shoulder. And I'm going to try to stay behind Everett and use his feet, like footsteps, as my guide. Okay. um, How would each of you try, like to try and get through this? Are the tripwires all floor height, Tom? Or are we talking that, like, weird laser? We're talking laser. We're talking entrapment with Catherine Zeta Jones level or Ocean's Eleven. breakdancing laser guy wall. Um, now that said, they aren't all, they are all at different angles. It is possible to try and like sneak under and around them. I guess what I'm asking is what skill you're trying to use for this. Is it, um, I know you're obviously in a hurry, which will affect the difficulty, but this is the kind of problem you can approach um, like Catherine Zeta Jones with just like pure athleticism. This is something you can try and approach with wits where it's just like, I'm going to run as fast as I can straight forward and try and duck and dodge. Um, what, uh, what's your strategy? Is it even feasible that we get through this with Harvey? Um, I would say he will need a check. Um, but whatever you're doing, I would say it'll likely take two of you to get him through. And it's then, literally, you're going to have to weekend Bernie's him through this. Yeah, then I'll get under the other arm. If you're like helping Harvey along, Ridley, I'll get under the other arm and we'll, we'll do it together. Now, alternatively, um, Ridley, roll me a streetwise check, please. Streetwise and resolve. What? Please resolve. Great. Clay, I used the wrong dice just a second. So many systems. All right, so remember, you have five uh, destiny points. That's six successes. Yep. Oh, and Miles? Uh, I would like to use my intelligence to see if I can tell which ones are actually attached to things and kind of just like maze out the the, the traps. Do you want to use your your precog abilities? Mm -hmm. Okay. But I put put most of my points into intelligence, so I'd like to use that, please. (laughs) (laughs) Iris thinks out loud. (laughs) When I was building myself on paper. Must be a way to think our way out of this one, gang. I'd like to think my way out of that. Okay, I just got to look up what your precog abilities do again, because I'm pretty sure if you rouse the blood, you can literally just ask me that um, based on your your discipline. Well, I can sense the unseen. It's like, like yeah, like I have premonitions. 
Oh, so is it going to be a thing of like you go up to one wire and like sense whether if you trip it, a bomb will go off? <laughs> or you just watch kind of us? Of, that's kind of that's just pretty fucking hoping. cool. You watch us and every moment he yell stop. <laughs> yeah, stop yeah. to the left, run. <laughs> yeah, that's actually kind of what I'm thinking is it, it's um, like any of those movies or TV shows uh, or like Happy Death Day or anything else where someone who's just cycled enough times and they've died right. enough times that they know. So she's just, just constantly seeing you guys get blown apart. Um, I, you also put in here that I have plus two to perception, which I don't know if that you just said perception is like a, a like a rollover from like D and D, but uh, yeah, it looks like there's awareness. Perception is a is a thing in here. I think it's it's um, what that means is you a have discipline. Maybe it's similar to um, Ryan's um, uh, like fisticuffs thing. I think where it just means that you can add two to anything that would be a perception based. Check. So if you're listening, if you're trying to see something, I would say this is very fairly that. Um, yes. Okay. So, um, Miles, go ahead and roll me a rouse the blood check, please. Ridley, uh, while she's doing that, um, what you get from your streetwise is... I do it. Great. Um, you, you started to test the limits of how much punishment your vamp body can take. And after your uh, Wolverine gorilla lope down the, the hill, um, I think also just kind of based on the, the glee with which Ridley's been exploring his vampirism, um, you're not sure how much damage these things would do. You know how much damage they do to just a mortal person because you've built them before. But really, it is just a blast of nails. Like, it's, it's shrapnel. If you had to, you could probably run through this and trigger it You'd risk taking a bunch of damage, but you're also not entirely sure it would stop you. So that's what you get from your wildly successful check. Um, Iris, you successfully managed to kind of reach out with your precog abilities, and you see a bunch of variations of, of your buds exploding. Um, go ahead and roll me uh, intelligence and um, let's say, I don't know... Um, yeah, we'll go uh, awareness, I think. Or insight. I'll take one of the two. I'll definitely take insight out of the two. Gotta stop doing that, eh? <laughs> Athletics or smarts? I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> you you brain, brain gymnastics your way through it. Three successes. Okay. Um, cool. All right. So, Iris, I think what I'm going to say then is with your three successes, I'll give you three do-overs for either you or one of them. So as all of you try and make your way through, um, you can basically trigger an auto-success three times. Uh, it's going to take three checks to get through. Um, if you want to just use those to get through yourself, um, I will allow it. But before we do that, we should probably check in with Ridley and see. Say, how far away is squelching, screaming monster, it's, Tom? It's, the good news is it's pretty far. The rats were a nice indicator because they move fast and they're small. Um, this thing, you can tell it's it's um, sticking to the walls and the floor. So it's it's coming quicker than you'd like but not at light speed 
like quick enough that if you wanted to try your battery trick, you'd likely be within its grasp by the time the, the thing went off and then you could try and outrun it. But you do have time to make it through carefully. It'll just be tight. All right. So realistically, I'm a fucking hard fellow. There's two ways we could do this. I could carry RV along with you, Everett. We could pray that one of us can Catherine Zeta-Jones this fucking wall or I'll just fucking run through and it goes bang and you cover RV and then we fucking move on. All right, if you think you're up to it. Fuck it. Uh, and he just t- <laughs> like sets his head and his battery down and just sprints. Why did you just allow that to happen? Do I get no vote anymore? <laughs> Ridley's running. Ridley, do you stop? No, or- I know. I, I, I went. No one told me to stop. He's already, he's already running. I'm just like <laughs> fucking, I'm literally like smacking. And he'll, he'll summon his. the shoulder. Like, what the fuck was that? He'll summon his toughness. So I got to do a rouse check. Okay. Everett's kind um, of smiling a little because, you know, maybe, maybe Ridley will get hurt. <laughs> um, so Miles, with that in mind, um, do you want to blow your three? Um, I'll say you can also blow your three um, precog successes uh, to let him Michael Bay transformers his way through it, where rather than just running in and having them all pop, He'll run in, they'll all pop, but he'll do that like weird like transformer leap jump thing where he'll he won't take the worst he'll still get hit a bunch, but he'll won't take the worst of it because you're yelling like Doc. Left, right. Yeah, of course yeah. I'm gonna do that. Because if he's triggering all of them, what the point is holding on to those for? Go no. <laughs> Fair Tom, enough. For a rouse check, do you want to roll high or low? I can't remember. High. Good. Six I did ten. Okay. I, I don't use blood, which is good because I am very fucking hungry. <laughs> Yes. You know you right. lost. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, Iris, <laughs> you still have a haiku that we need to hear, but how do you guide you're, you're him? You're hung up on this haiku. It is not the time. <laughs> no, I, I know, but I'm trying to figure out how your precog abilities would manifest. And I feel like it might be with. It doesn't need to be a haiku, <laughs> but how do you. <laughs> I mean, you according to canon, if it's Iris, it does. <laughs> well, no. So, haikus are things she composes because that's the only art she can do. Um, how do you think this help manifests for you? Because I feel like Iris yelling left, right, left doesn't really read. Um, so what do you think this, this form takes? Do you, is it, is it just random lines of haiku? Is it, uh, it, it doesn't need to be anything poetic. It could also just be how well, it comes no, up. She prob- well, she probably um, adds a bunch of adjectives. No, ad- like adverbs to it, to everything. Like, balletically leap left. <laughs> Okay, I like that I like a lot. That a lot. Okay, oh, great. Wow. Oh, so he's got a he's got a left, a right, and he's got a duck. Um, so he's going balletically left. Balletic, yeah, balletically leap left. He's got a wait. Sorry, there's a a left, uh, a left, uh, right, and a down. Um, robustly run right, Ooh, and bit. daintily dodge. So the last one's just like a full on like, oh no, God, don't want to step on that. No. Um, okay, cool. So um, Ridley, um, you react quickly to Iris's uh, yelling. This wasn't a, this was meant to just be like a full on like Hulk arms in front, like just Wonder Womaning your way through, just uh, taking the hits. But weirdly, Iris's help um, does let you dodge like the point blank burst of shrapnel. So you're still getting hit with nails and glass. 
Um, and honestly, the thing that I think annoys you the most is just all the trip wires hurt. Like the bombs are one thing, but you're also just now covered in wires um, as you, you plow your way through. Uh, I'm going to say you take... Um, two i think it's a, a, a aggravated i can't remember the term but like two real bad harm aggravated 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 jesus christ mcgee yes aggravated harm um so take two aggravated harm um i'm gonna say this is temporary uh this isn't like you have to sleep it off or drink blood just like for the rest of this encounter you're just a little bit extra fucked up because um, or do we just want to call it too superficial that i can't block Sure, we can do that. I was going to give you more superficial on top, but actually that makes more sense. So it's it's literally just like, you know, it it's more inconvenient than it is uh, painful. Um, but uh, sure enough, you manage to, to pull through. You get to the end, you're, you're, you daintily step across the final wires. Um, what do you think Balletic for uh, Ridley is? I think he did a pirouette. Nope. It wasn't right. good, but that's what he did. Yeah, like your your leg hit one of the bombs and it exploded and just like blasted all the skin off your shin. Um, but you know, you tried. Um, and uh, it's the like good watching is, an ape do ballet. It's yeah, it happened. Uh, what was your robust right? Robust right. I think it was. Uh, that's going to be like uh, he almost did like a, what is it? A kickball change and then jump forward hips first with like his hands back. Okay, great. And uh, what's the, the dainty step to get out of it? Oh, I got told, what was it, daintily dodge? I think he just started doing like low, almost like West Side Story, like walk snaps, <laughs> like left, right, left, right. All, all vampire fast, so it's effective, but yep. those were the moves. Okay, amazing. So you get to the other end, uh, you're, you're kind of shredded, but um, not in, in, you know, unusable amounts of pain. Um, so yeah, it, owie, but okay. Uh, live to fight another day. Um, Iris and Everett behind you, um, the creature, um, slides into view as it does. So you actually see a full sort of arm, um, just in ropey tendon and, and muscle, um, with seven fingers, um, slam against uh, the, the ground and start to pull itself forward. And as another hand grabs the sort of edge of this T-junction, um, you see what kind of passes for a face. Um, there's um, a mix of, of teeth and they're all kind of at odd angles and seem to be sinking into this and, and sort of re-jutting out. Um, and then um, you see a single uh, vertically slitted human eye slide to the front uh, it's the same size as a human eye, which somehow makes it worse. Um, and then it starts pulling itself uh, towards you. And I just yell, get my fucking werewolf head! <laughs> I ran. Uh, yeah, I, I, I carry, uh, carry Harvey along with me and we, we head through. Great. Um, so you get to the, the other side. Uh, Iris, you toss the, the werewolf head to, um, to Ridley. Uh, you notice it with disgust you didn't realize you picked it up but it just seems that despite yourself you kind of want to help him out um and um with that uh you you all three of you uh with harvey now take off at like a proper clip like the the time for kind of quiet dungeon exploration is over um <clears throat> you come uh through a room of swinging blades um that are uh they all swing once 
Um, so there's a, a hot second of like, oh no, we have to dodge around this. Um, but there's no mechanisms. So it just like swings and gets stuck in the wall. And I think you, like Iris again, it's just like, oh, you just fucking actually got us. And now this shit. Um, so you make your way through that. Um, and you finally come to uh, a massive chamber. Um, it's uh, kind of a, a clearly a sort of pump station situation. Um, there's sort of a, a massive drop in the middle. Um, and uh, this space does seem to have been retooled. Um, so it's got kind of more verticality. Um, there's a bridge uh, that is um, sort of up on uh, the far side of this uh, gap. There is a small control panel. Um, you notice that um, this side is pretty clean on the other side. Um, and again, this is based on your earlier rolls. Um, there seem to be some corpses and bits of, of kind of old weathered corpse around. Um, but again, the, the bridge is up on that side. Uh, and as you approach, um, a voice comes on um, over a, a roughly installed intercom um, and uh, just says, um, Ah, I see you've done very well in my maze that I constructed. It's my Billy Maze. And you are but pawns in my schemes. So now you must choose. Two of you may cross to safety. One must stay behind to face the monster. Choose wisely. <laughs> and then it cuts out. And then it kind of grovels back. Sorry, can you, can, can you hear me? Okay. <laughs> Wait, can, can you hear us? Because there's four of us. It's not fucking free. Two go across and then two have to stay back. I think you should let three cross. Yeah, sorry, that, that was the intent. One of you must stay. I forgot about the NPC. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, this guy. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. There's five of us. So I think four should cross and then one should stay. Nice try. You can't get one past Billy Mays. You'll never solve my riddles. I'm some kind of riddler. Um... Fucking kill him. Is there anything physically Can keeping I? us all from just crossing? Uh, so, <laughs> so basically the bridge, so the way this uh, is set up, it's a, it's a classic uh, co-op video game problem. Um, from what you can kind of taking a quick look around, it's clear that um, one person needs to basically stand on the side, hold the button down so the others can cross to the other side. That said, once they've done that, they're stuck on the side and the creature will be on them. So the challenge is who do you leave behind to either die or fight and who goes across to um, the aforementioned safety. What does this awesome. button look like, Tom? Um, <laughs> it looks like something that you like can't break. Or put is a car it, battery it, on. <laughs> wait, is it like, yeah, yeah. With the so weight yeah, of a head, car, hold down wait, a button. <laughs> with, the weight, with the weight of a werewolf head and a battery, hold down this button. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say yes. Um, the only thing I'll warn you of is you're clearly being observed in this room. So you can try and break the puzzle. But unlike the previous rooms, it does seem like he has some oversight. That said, based on what you've seen of him, that might not mean much. <laughs> is it like a drawbridge or is it like yeah. a... Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a like drop down slowly crank. I mean, back up. I mean, theoretically, if it's a slow crank back up, one we could someone could hold it down, and the fastest one of us could run and leap. We could have it all. 
I'm going to tell you narratively that won't happen. <laughs> it's hard describing video game puzzles in a narrative medium, but um, yes, I will let you um, weigh down. If you want to use... Yeah, Ridley will look at you guys and go, all right, you know what, you free go. I'm the best fighter. I can fucking take it out. It's going to be great. Now you guys just go. Yeah, but you're already hurt. Yeah, but who, yeah, what's uh, to this body? Look, and he just pulls the nail and he's like, that was in my crutch. I'm fucking fine. <laughs> Ooh. I'll rip a man's head off. I'll fold people in half. I can fucking do that. Harvey just says, I, I appreciate what y'all are doing, but I don't think I'm going to make it. No, which is no, a shame because I had dinner reservations planned for this guy. And then he pats you on the, the side, uh, Ridley, which actually like drives nails deeper into your shoulder. Um, and Harvey's just like, just leave me here with the button. Uh, I, I can push a button. No, no. Now, Harv, we're, we're getting you to a hospital. You're going to be all right. He coughs out a tooth. We'll take you to the dentist. <laughs> take him to the hospital first. Here, you take him, and I just give him to Everett, and I'm like, all right, you go too. And then, uh, you know, I'll kill this thing, and I'm on my way. I say we let him sacrifice himself. He's dying anyway. No one is dying. Okay, Ridley's going to be fine. Ridley, here, you can take my gun too if you think it'll help. I, oh, do you know what? I don't think I need it. Everyone just lean in for a second. I don't know if that fucking Billy Mays guy can hear, but what I'm saying is you freak go across and I'm going to put this fucking battery wolf head on a fucking button and I'm going to fucking run across. If he heard this, I'm going to be so fucking angry. <laughs> okay, man. Whatever. Are you scheming? No, no scheming making... in the Billy Mays. We're making no, an emotional doing... sacrifice decision. We're playing rock, paper, scissors. Oh, cool. No lightsabers. How old is this guy? Jesus uh, Christ. Okay, Ridley, hit the button. Rock, paper. Oh, fuck, I lost. They used dynamite, you cheaters. And then I'll push the button down so that they get to go. All right, so the, the creature is, is pulling its way through the tunnel. Uh, you can see it rapidly approaching. Um, Iris, Harvey, and uh, Everett, you um, sort of like rapidly hop on the bridge uh, and start rushing down. Um, Ridley, I'm going to see what check for because like basically this is a sleight of hand check just to make sure that you actually have the the time and uh do you want subterfuge yeah you know what that seems about right for this um and i'd give you probably wits for this maybe uh wits or dexterity either one would be fine okay that is three failures Ooh. all right so well, um, I'm fucking nailing it. <laughs> so Ridley, you hang um, hang the the head on. You hang the battery, um, and uh, you realize that the wolf head isn't actually as heavy as you'd hoped. It's mostly fur, um, and so realizing that there's no other way to ensure that your your buds make it across safely, um, you stay and and hold the button. Um, Iris and Everett um, carrying Harvey. Uh, you rush across to the other side. Um, and uh, the bridge begins to kind of come up behind you, and you just kind of slide down. Um, and uh, looking back, um, you see Ridley kind of standing alone. Um, Ridley, what do you say to them? Well, obviously, I fucked this up, but you guys have a good one, all right? And I think you'll just, like, set the battery down and take out the two jumper cables and hook them up, and then he's just going to turn and face towards where the monster's coming and, like clash the ends together which gives you like a huge shower of sparks it's like come on you big ugly fuck i feel like a barbecue <laughs> um 
so um everett and uh iris um kind of holding i think at this point i was gonna say holding harvey up together but there's no way iris is helping with this um everett you've got your pistol in one hand um you and iris um see kind of this last stand as the the creature begins to come for um uh ridley uh and then you hear that squelching noise um but it's on your side and as you look to the bodies on the ground it occurs to you that there's no bodies on that side but there's a lot of bodies on this side and coming out of the tunnel ahead of you are two large liquid black creatures pulling themselves toward you and Billy just laughs and says, ha ha ha, your sacrifice has been accepted. Sorry, suckers. Uh, and that's when the creatures claw their way in. Everett, you raise your pistol. Iris, you raise your anger. And the two of you face off against the unknown horrors of the tunnel. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, and Megan Miles at Maggie Miles on Twitter, featuring storyteller Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Tom McGee, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M R K R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis, and Traffic by Kai Engel, and all our ads use tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dumb Dumbs and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. You can also get merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, and you can join our Patreon of Darkness, patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Sleep well, children of the night. Ah, 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 ah. Spooky. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.